you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi and hello football fans, welcome to week six, welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented as always by our pals at Zaxby's, Zaxby's. home of the famous chicken fingers, wings and salads. I promise, well I don't want to make any promises I won't definitely keep, but I pro- I'm going to try to not talk as much this week as we did last week about the benefits. About meats? Uh, uh, eating bear, sure. in particular. And I think dolphins. you can back off of that. Yeah. I think it's okay to back off. And I think you just focus on Zaxby's and all the great stuff they do there, which I'm going to enjoy in uh, just a short 11 days, ba- 10 days, as a matter Are of fact. Are you really? I'll be out in Nashville. Will Chargers meet pictures? Titans. I will. Indeed, I will. Don't tell them Dave Damashek sent you. That's the trick to getting the Don't tell them? No, no, don't tell them. Okay. That, that, that won't right. hurt the cause there. But I'm envious I'll tell them Eddie George sent me. I think hey. that'll go over well. That now, now you're Thinking. on the right track there. Thinking. Hey, uh, the guy who you're listening to and watching right now, if you're watching us on uh, on your laptop or otherwise, it's the voice of the Los Angeles Chargers. Big game for them on Sunday night You'll against be there. Duck Dynasty. Devlin Hodges and the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers paying a visit. Who would have thought between these two teams there would be three total wins there? Of course, I don't want to distract from the main event. That is the Dolphins. It's the Skins. Lots of good stuff coming up. But let me finish my introduction. It is the uh, the play-by-play man of the Chargers. He ha- is one half of the finest radio show in oh. all the land. Petros and money. Oh, things are exciting here in Los Angeles because the Dodgers are playing a game five at the time of this recording. Um, and then uh, you watch them all over the place here on NFL Media, including NFL Now doing gangbusters work on that program every Thursday and Friday. Make sure you check it down. Check it out. I'm talking, of course, about our main man, Matt Money Smith. Hey now, what's the thank poop, you, fella? Uh, time of this recording, yeah, I'm uh, hours away from making my way over to Dodger Stadium. Game five, uh, not to talk too much baseball, but a lot of people upset that the Dodgers somehow won 106 games, and yet they find themselves in a one-game playoff against possibly the finest starting staff in all of the wow. National League. But, hey, them's the breaks. Yeah, I, you know, I am a fan of merit where my sports are concerned. I would like to see old school. I, the World Series used to be the two pennant winners 
and a best of nine series. I say that. We don't need wild cards in any sport, certainly not in baseball, but it's worth talking about baseball and basketball and hockey because we happen to be in the sweetest month of all for the sports fan. Everything's right happening. Everything going on right now, including and at the top of uh, the list there, pro football week six after a weird and wonky week five. It's kind of hard to determine anything. I don't know that we know anything more this week than we did a week ago when we were trying to make our picks there, but we'll Completely do our agree. best for you. Yeah, we'll dig in. Red Challenge flag picks on the way. Um, in the meantime, Matt Money Smith, I started to say the headliner for me, Finn Skins, <laughs> a.k.a. Loser Bowl 2019. You know my longstanding idea here. It is that at in between, it should happen in January, I think, in the week in between the championship games and the Super Bowl, perennially you do this, the two worst teams play each other. The winner gets the first overall pick in the draft. That's essentially what it seems like this game is shaping up to be this weekend. Well, and I think you're going to have more participants in that as well uh, as teams realize. Although it is odd, you know, like it's not odd. It's just interesting that the Bengals by no stretch are out of it. The Steelers nope. are by no stretch out of it. That division looks like it very well. Not, I mean, it looks like it's going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. It is going to end up getting Agreed. the crown there. So... That makes that interesting. As far as the Dolphins go, their plans have not been disguised or subtle at all. Uh, they are playing for years in the future, and they're set up well for the future, but taking the, uh, the tanking philosophy to its extreme here in the NFL. We'll see if that warrants any punishment or curt words from a commissioner and fan bases um, because it is a different sport. We've said this before, I believe, in this space than basketball where careers can end, seasons can end, uh, health concerns are of the utmost importance when you send guys out to play this particular sport. So to be playing it for future seasons when these you know, participants might not even be around, very hard to get away from that. And I'll be interested to see how these two teams play this particular game. Well, I, I, we know what the Dolphins' intentions are, and that's to lose. Now, we do know Brian Flores has announced Josh Rosen is his starter for the remainder of the season. I think that at least is a smart move, although it's a little weird because, to your point, they're obviously going to take Tua or Herbert come uh, come uh, spring of Or with that Steelers pick, maybe both. Well. <laughs> Why not? You know what? Let's just take I, them both and figure it out. We can trade one next year. I resent you for bringing the Steelers into that conversation. The Steelers, legitimate no legitimate how, point. No matter how bad they are, they're not going to finish with two wins, Which, but the Dolphins and the Skins – and maybe the Jets, but with Sam Darnold back, I, I expect that they'll get a little bit better. They're going to win some games, which is the ultimate Jets thing to what do. What if people just refuse to play quarterback? What if after all the injuries at that position, they just say, you know what? Wild. I don't, pardon the pun, I don't like the juju that's going on with this position. I'm staying away. You guys can figure it out, but I'm not playing. Couldn't blame anybody for doing that if uh, you saw what happened at Heinz Field last Sunday. And then, like you say, Matt Money Smith, you and Daniel Jeremiah and the gang from the Chargers will be out there in Carson, California. So will me and my, uh, my boy, Jean-Claude Van Damaschek, his first ever Steelers game. Let's make sure it's a good one. You Is it his I'm first saying? ever Charger game? his first Chargers game. Has he ever lived in the city of Pittsburgh? He's been there, and he admires yeah. the the, the oh, yeah, he has. reputation. How there. much time has he spent in the city of Pittsburgh? Spent like, I don't know, like spent like, like two weeks? Know, like 72 hours. Okay, so. 72 hours. And how old is he? maybe. How old is he? <laughs> 10. He's 10 years old. Nah, maybe he said, nah, you know what, he spent the, he spent <laughs> how much of that two weeks of his life. Okay, and how much of that time has been spent in the city of Los What's Angeles? it your business how I run my home? I you said you this stick to, to your own business. Listen, I don't understand it. 
Embrace your child in the backyard with which he has to play in. I have neither. He's got the, the Rams. Nor... He's got the Chargers. He's got the Dodgers. He's got the Lakers. He's allowed. He's to got like the all Los Angeles teams. Kings, who have won two Stanley Cups in his lifetime, and he could have gone to countless games here. Wow. And instead, he's a Penguins fan Penguins and a Steelers fan. Penguins have won three cups. I'm not, I'm not interested in indulging your uh, your helicopter parenting of my parenting. No, it's your helicopter parenting. You let that young man fend for himself on the playgrounds, and he emerges as, hey, Dad. You know, I was talking with uh, young Jimmy on the, on the recess field there, and he was saying, the Clippers just signed these two guys. Well, you, you and I ought to get out there and check it out and see what they got going on. No, young man, you will be a Hoosiers fan. It's college yeah. football only because uh, that's your dad's alma mater, and that's listen, what we do in this household. I, that's not that's not. Would you way. ever do that? No, listen, I am progressive. I, you know, they're, they're, they're progressive, you're regressive. The, 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 listen, the rule in my home, go. you can root for the Dodgers and the Lakers or Clippers. And should. all that. It, it hurts me and if you're going to go Kings. If you're going to go Kings, that's going to hurt should. me over the Penguins. Disappointing choice, and I think you're going to pay a price for that over the decades, but that's your choice. You can do all those things. The only rule is, you've got to be a Steelers fan. You got, by the way, you're allowed to root for the Chargers, just don't do it in my home. That's all. That's just, it, it, it doesn't, make, to your it doesn't make any sense. There's not even a direct flight to Pittsburgh from here. you got to connect somewhere. That should take it off the table entirely. If you can't have a direct flight to the city in which I want you to root for the football team, you don't have to root for that football Starting team. Starting to hope you choke on your Zaxby's. <laughs> Not die. I don't want you to, like, die on it or what, anything. What jersey is he going to be wearing to the game? I don't know what jersey. It's going to be black and gold, though. I can assure you that. And he's going to have a gold towel. And if you ain't careful, he's going to put it on you, and there will be a pox on you for the rest of the Listen, year. Listen, you know my stance. I am happy to welcome him up into the broadcast booth. No. I'll have something ready for him. No. I, you're diabolical. And I don't know how that how he would emerge. I'm not from diabolical. That. It's I'm just giving him another option. You're going to baptize him, him in some blue and gold stuff, and you know he'll his head will be swimming. Oh, I met celebrities, Matt Money Smith and hey, Daniel Dan- Jeremiah and everything. Hey, and then I don't know what happened. Guess what? If you want, come back in a couple weeks. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going to be here. <laughs> yeah, just take this Bosa jersey here, <laughs> this uh, this youth nine Bosa jersey, and uh, bring it back in a few weeks. Hey, Jean Claude Van Damashek, let's uh, let's go catch the football. I, I can't. Money swinging by to pick me up. <laughs> That's right. Don't want to be late. My big brother. That's right. Uncle Matt's coming by. (laughs) All right. Let's get to it. Before the Red Challenge flag picks, let's get to this week's edition of Fresh Takes, brought to you, of course, by our aforementioned pals over there at Zaxby's. And I I do legitimately. I have a bunch of rules changes. We'll get to something else I want to talk about. But first of all, that is a legitimate rules change that would work, except that the NFLPA isn't interested in it, our mutual pal, Sean O'Hara has rejected this banner idea by me, the loser bowl. But just imagine that dead week in between the title games and the Super Bowl. What do we do? We have to manufacture stuff. Instead, we always look forward to the loser bowl. Billion dollar sponsorship available between Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig um, in the loser bowl. Then you play it out on on a burnt out junior high field. And and the and the winner gets the first overall pick. A burnt out junior. So you want to put these men out there that's playing right. this sport they, on a field chock full of molehills and uh, and, that's and right. giant holes all over the place. That's what we're talking the about. The disgrace. And shit. you're surprised that Sean O'Hara, a former player who of all positions played offensive line, if you see the man's hands, they're actually in tremendous shape considering some of the offensive linemen we've seen. Mm. Uh, 
you think they're going to go out there. How much are you paying each player? I, think I don't know. Listen, well, whatever. They earned their spot. Like, I do didn't do this them, to you. You did this to you. Each of them get like a million teams. bucks. Okay. I mean, it would. that's what it would take. Hey, I'm not playing in the loser bowl. What if I gave you a if million dollars? If it were a standalone game, people, the cynics out there, the vapid cynics say, who would watch this game? Who would care about the oh, two? Oh, I'd team? watch it. Everybody would yeah, watch that game. I would absolutely game. watch it. The first it. overall pick's on the line after all. This would be the most captivating event and the NFL is all about extending the calendar. Look at what this what man had to go through. Look at what this man's football life consisted of. Blocking, trying to slow down 300-pound men with cat-like quickness. Boy, he's a heavy set Using his back hands. There. Oh, hey, you got to eat, man. You got to carry some weight on that frame. Man of a certain uh, carriage out there. Look at the you know? size of the man he's trying to slow down, for goodness sakes. Look That's, at this. A, a man of that carriage shouldn't get his heart rate up so high. So what Be I'm careful. saying is... What I'm saying here, Shaq, is if you play this game, mm. obviously the stakes are high, the number one overall pick in the draft, but if you ask a man like Sean O'Hara to go out there and block, he's already played his 16 games. He's already been humiliated in front of his peers That's by right. finish, and now he's got to play one more. Like I say, you earned that spot, For the friend. sake of taking maybe somebody who will eh, supplant him. And, hey, and guess what? Cause him to find December, like, where are we? We're in third place, but ooh, you know what? If we Drop we, one here. We better, like, ooh, that's going to motivate you. You know? To not finish in one of the yeah, you're gonna, two yeah. places. You, know, you don't want to be out there, lose your dignity. You know what? Why don't you call uh, old Demora Smith there? Say, hey, I know you guys are meeting on May that CBA. Try this one on for size. VIPs all get VIPs all get the Super Bowl tickets. The tickets to this are all the people who were detractors along the way of the players. Like the teachers who told them, you're never going to make it in this world. Like <laughs> so now, They're in the stands watching. I told you, Sean O'Hara. Right. You see? Minute. Not, now I'm in. Now okay. I can see why they that do that. Rule, okay. You get, okay, you, you got to choose one. That rule, Four. holding is only five yards because 10 yards is a weird yeah. penalty. It's the only one that's 10 yards, and it throws off drives. And instead of get, uh, obsessing about the nuance of I'm already in on hand, that. I'm already in on, I'm already in on five PI, yards. I'm in. That, 100% or in. put a crossbar across the two goal posts so that it raises the standard and takes out all the guesswork of field goals and extra points. No. It's got to go through the box. No. Can't do that. Yeah, you can. No, you can't do that. I just did. No, you didn't. You're I suggested it. it. No, you're suggesting I'm saying you can't do that. More vapid cynicism. Not at all. Vapid. I'm not it, vapid. What am I doing over here? You're not raising any. Keeping you're up not with raising the any good pushback. Uh, you're not watching, raising, watching below deck. You're not watching. You're not watching any. You're not making any reason why that's not a great idea. Because if you kick a if you kick a field goal from somewhere between let's say 25 and 40 yards out, it regularly is higher than where the top of your crossbar will be. Not anymore. Let me let me share something. Not if you with want you. it to count. Right. Let me let me share something with you. I don't know if you're aware of this, Mister Accusations of Vapidity. Defensive linemen are tall. Right. Their reach is extreme. If I now have to lower my trajectory to find my way under a higher crossbar, my kick is going to be blocked. Like, I'm, the, the window where I can now fit that kick through from, mm -hmm. like, 25 to 40 yards is so small, you are now bringing kickers more into the game, of which I would like to remove them more. When a touchdown That's is scored... That's all I'm trying to do, friend. No, we you're park not. our cars in the same garage. No, you're not. I, I want to remove the ease with which these guys nail 53-yarders. Just because one kick, all right, one kick appeared as though it might have been I over what you're the upright about. does oh. not mean, yes, Justin Tucker <laughs> with his fade that, that no one saw no coming. Good. Which, by the way... 
Can we can we get a can we get a replay? Can we get a Vontez Burfik like replay? Maybe from the Damashek home when that thing was at least five oh. yards outside the left upright. By then I was already despondent. <laughs> You're an hour too late. Did on you there. cheer the miss? Did you cheer the miss before it broke back in? Oh, I think it was just a lot of those guttural <laughs> kind of bleep. Yeah, yeah. oh, 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 oh. There it is. There it is. We're getting a look at it here. And right here, Sheck's like, yeah! Oh, it's it's oh, left! I, I think he made it! Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Yeah, then uh, silence for the next four and a half hours. On right, and you, I didn't you know what we need? We, we need to put something on top. That's what we need. You know what? Lemons? I'm making lemonade. No, you're not. All right. My other you're question making for you is... How do you like that? <laughs> well played, sir. Yeah, I have no pushback on that I'm one. I'm going to put that one on Twitter. The other thing is money here in our hot takes. Yes. I'm curious where you come down on this. And, and you've weighed in on one. offensive line. You had great, in fact, uh, insight before kickoff of the importance of the left tackle. And it may legitimately transcend at this point. I know this sounds insane, but it may transcend the quality of the quarterback you have. If you have a dominant left tackle, that can make the mediocre QB look like a top 10 QB. And Conversely, the lack of a good offensive line can make you look everything. awfully meh. Um, so here we go. Order of importance. Win plays show these things for me. Win, of course, is your, uh, is your number one most important. A top 10 QB, okay. a top five head coach, a top five O-line, a top five pass rush, and a top three cover corner. These are all things held up. You'll notice I didn't even put a a uh, number one wide, wide receiver, receiver because that's that's so yeah. much hooey and applesauce now. So, we know you don't need that. I'll start with the first two because it's between those two. Top ten quarterback and a top five coach. The reason why I'll go quarterback ahead of coach is because it is, and this is not me making this proclamation, but people we talk to the, whose opinions we respect, Kyle Shanahan is regularly cited as one of the brightest, if not the brightest offensive mind. It's not Sean McVay's coaching tree. It's Kyle Shanahan's coaching tree. So that true. Everybody people is keep leaving him off on exactly. the tree. Right. He is the one that brought Sean McVay along and taught him his style of offense, of which he is now flourishing and has made some. It's kind of like the Israeli army, uh, the Israeli military compared to the United States. We provide them with all of their equipment. They make improvements upon it. I'm going to stop there because I don't want to keep going. I've heard other people have gotten I'll in just, trouble I will for just say sorts of they have a of fine military and do some things with the equipment they are provided that maybe we don't. So Kyle Shanahan has not had great things to work with. His team has struggled. It has finished with one of the worst records in the league for a couple of years. Now that he has some pieces, you are seeing the what kind of coach he is. So I'll put a quarterback, a top 10 quarterback, ahead of a top five coach. And because that's your number that. one. Your win is of all things you can, can have. You, can you make it a top five quarterback instead of a top ten? Because ten is pretty big. Like when you start getting into quarterback seven, eight, and nine, I think this that's year, a big the, difference between top five. I mean, after Mahomes and Russell, at this point, really, who are the clear cut uh, other guy, other three names? That so, you like, if I could have, five? so if you're telling me I can now have one of these five: Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers and well, see what that, I mean. See now, now when I get down to like eight, nine, and ten, I'm talking about Matt Ryan. You know, so I get Breeze, Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, Wilson. That's I like huge. I like this I'll idea. Maybe the way I, listen, we you know, as you know, here on the DDFP, we're known for our um, our vast 
um, pre-production meetings um, going on and on. Certainly. Maybe this is better if we if we put all those two things. Maybe it should be a draft between the two. I don't know exactly what that would achieve. If you take quarterback, then I'll take blank. But then also, what makes it more fun is I you don't get to pick the name in the top five. You just have to pull out of the hat because if you one pull, of the top five. If you pull Tom Brady, I don't think you're going to be very happy right now. Um, the way Tom Brady's looked this year, it's that great. defense that's everything. Certainly has not looked great. Uh, but I guess, I guess then you know I'm, I'm saying Brady just because we're so used to seeing saying Brady Rogers Breeze, right? And now we've got to adjust because now we have you know our first pick would be Pat Mahomes. Our second pick would probably be I think it. I mean, I don't know if it'd be Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. I think I'd still probably have that debate. Who would I want? Probably Aaron. But I yes, think so the way yeah. Russell Wilson's going so, right now. But so I think that's your three. I think once we start working through it, is is Breeze 100% healthy? You know, is where's yeah. So I'm going to take the quarterback if you'll adjust it to top five. I've said a lot of okay, I'll open it up to top five. But you've actually kind of yes, okay. Let's say it's top five, but still, if it is the crapshoot among those five, and you don't know who's going to come up, if I shake them all up in a hat and pull one out and you get anybody other if than... If I get to pick the five that I'm choosing from, then yes. Okay. Um, I'll actually go the other direction here. As much as I, as much as we've spent, uh, time as we've spent here on uh, DDFP this season, talking about how it's a coach's league, this will surprise people. The thing that has emerged lately, and maybe I'm prisoner of the moment, is give me the, the top five pass rush. These defenses, man, are in, in the age of unstoppable offense, and everybody wanted Sean McVay light, and anybody who knew Sean McVay, that was the, the trend in coaching coaching hires this offseason and all that kind of stuff and all the hype around Patrick Mahomes deserved and everything else. It's very much for me suddenly like, um, uh, uh, like when you go out for a lobster dinner. Lobster is the star quarterback. Lobster is delicious. Okay. Everybody pays top dollar for it. So far, Everybody I'm good. I'm loves following. it. It's exciting. It jazzes up the night to get things. But ultimately, the real star is the underrated star. I know where you're going with the this. The essential item is the drawn butter. Yes. The defense is the drawn butter. The defense and the and the potent running game. They combine to be the drawn butter. And in fact, I'll make a case that if I have the drawn butter. I don't even need the lobster because you know what else tastes good in drawn butter? Anything you buy Everything at a restaurant. Everything else. Yes. I'll get, listen, I can't do it with Case Keenum, but I think you can win a Super Bowl this season with, I think, Jimmy well, Garoppolo. I mean, like, where, do you, where do you put Jared Goff? Well, where's is that? Jared Goff right. a top 10 quarterback? How about because Jimmy G? the Rams nearly, although you could argue he did cost them a Super Bowl with a few Aaron throws. I would agree with and that. And had you had a would, top 10 quarterback with that great O-line, with that great head coach, then you would have How about Jacoby Brissett? Do you now think, <laughs> after watching that game in Arrowhead on Sunday night, that the, car, the Colts are viable playoff with contenders With that great offensive line. Yeah. And clearly a coach that and the team And a great defense. To. And Jacoby Brissett is fine. He's not a world I think beater. I would take the O-line ahead of the D-line. And here's why. Because we see dominant defensive lines, um, I don't want to say more often, but I believe in 2019 you see dominant defensive lines more often than you see dominant offensive lines. And I just go to the practice aspect of it. Very few of them have an opportunity to face an elite unit on the other side of the ball all week long. And once they get into these matchups where you have a left tackle that can neutralize your best pass rusher and does not need to be double teamed, those pass rushes struggle. And I think 
So I, I think I would rather hmm. have that offensive line and take my chances against one of the best defensive fronts, knowing that I have a decided advantage. If I now have a, a league average D-line versus point, a league right. average O-line, my elite O-line is going to be a greater rarity. It's funny because it brings line. us back to where we've been for about five years now, which is that as unsexy as it is, as unlobstery as it is, it is a piece of bread with uh, with bland cheese <laughs> stuck in the middle, but it is the essential. Control the lines of scrimmage, you have a chance of winning the Super Bowl. That is the essential ingredient. Unless, now see, it's funny. So it's almost, this is, it's this almost across the board true. When we spitball it, because now as you, as you talk yourself into one thing, you're going to talk yourself out of it, because now if I have Pat Mahomes, that line's good. It's not great. It's okay. That D-line, okay. So... You know, and now granted, when that D line is operating at peak performance with Jones and Clark, it's going to be great. But you know what I mean? Mahomes changes everything. Completely changes Here, everything. But let me tell you, why? Again, I always caution. That's where I'm taking the lobster, not the drawn butter. I say it. If Mahomes all is the, that lobster, okay, that's fine, and it's not. That's not crazy because what Mahomes can do is with. The, a couple flicks of the wrist over the course of 60 minutes, he can offset all of that. Everything. The Colts game, he had a bum ankle, completely get that. He could have put up by the end of the first half before the game got to where it got. They, it could have been the Colts could have sure. jumped him for a quick couple touchdowns, and then the Colts couldn't have done what they did. But I now feel like, here's a bold statement. The Kansas City Chiefs are not winning the Super Bowl this year, and a lot of people will pick them right now. But they just, I, here's what. Blasphemy. Here's what, <laughs> excuse me, Ryan Bartlett. Who's your favorite team, by the way? Uh, it might be the Chiefs. Oh, uh, I to see that checks out. Here's, I, I get it. Don't you blaspheme me, blasphemer. Root, believe me, I like it. It's exciting if Patrick Mahomes wins the Super Bowl. Are they going to win the AFC? Um, probably not, but because here's why. You saw what happened on Sunday night. The excuse that Patrick Mahomes had a bum ankle, yeah, like guys get banged up over the course of the season. Patrick Mahomes can ruin all your all the scheme, the, the philosophy you go into the game with against the Chiefs. We got to try to keep the ball away from him. Obviously, he can blow that all up with a couple of throws. However, is he going to be able to do that three times over? He couldn't do it last year. He didn't do it to Tom Brady, and it wasn't twice, Tom Brady. twice. They'll probably end up with, with one Sony of the top Michelle two and, 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 and that defense in New England that was peaking. Is he going to be able to do that against, say, the Patriots right, so again? So I'm going to push back with two things. One. And the Colts? What one, are they going to see the Colts in between? I'm push back with one, offsides. Okay, so to some degree they did do it against okay, the Patriots. Fair, a a horrible point. neutral zone infraction. Two, two, Tyreek Hill. He is not playing. He is the ultimate Steph Curry game wrecker. When you are a defensive coordinator and hmm. go into a game, you're like, oh, yeah, we got to deal with Tyreek Hill. It changes. Nicole Hardman, congratulations, you're fast. You're not Tyreek Hill. I agree. That changes. Once he comes back, you're going to remember, how do you slow this thing down? Like, it's just, it's, it's impossible. It is impossible. Well, I, I just, as I say, I hear you. That's the key to me. I just watched. Quentin Nelson and Anthony Costanza. They're great. Destroy. Nelson is great. And by the way, where do the it's Colts not have three. that advantage? Where do they not, uh, to your point about the defensive yeah. front, w uh, against what team could they see that would be like, yeah, that'll be that'll be uh, a coin flip who wins that one over 60 minutes. The ability to just do that and, and as good as yeah. their Kelly runners and, look. Kelly and Nelson can really change things and, and take the year out of the ball and, and make you have – 
but see, that's the thing. So it's two different, it's two different approaches, right? The fact that, that those, those three interior linemen for the Colts can lead to eight-minute drives that you hope for that that they hope ultimately get cashed in for seven. And minutes. think about how much pressure that puts on the team, right. on Patrick Mahomes when he gets the ball back. Was like, hey, we just spent eight minutes on the right. sideline. We better score on Conversely, this one. That adds to the pressure that you have. The the Chiefs are the Oregon Ducks of the Chip Kelly era, which is. Their time of possession, like if you ever look at those Chip Kelly teams, their time of possession on drives was like two and a half minutes, right. 58 seconds. Their, their longest drives were three minutes. And it was, if you don't score touchdowns, you're going to be down 21 to 6 by the middle of the first quarter. And that's what the Chiefs are. So they present their own, like, hey, congratulations on your eight-minute drive. If you don't punch it in for seven, you're done. Because we only need six minutes to put 14 up. I, I completely hear you, but also, I hate the old platitudes of the curmudgeons who've watched football for many, many decades. However, it remains true that those offenses like the Dan Fouts Chargers never even got to a Super Bowl. The 15-1, and one, uh, you know, the Randall Cunningham all-time great offense didn't get to the Super Bowl. The defenses win out against the great offenses, and they have done so Throughout NFL, uh, Super Bowl right. era history yeah, right. at least, I mean, Steel Curtain against the Fancy Pants Cowboys. Steel Curtain. Uh, the Giants four times over against K-Gun and Tom Brady twice and John Elway. The defense, but, but the defense LT isn't win. garbage. I mean, that's the thing. I'm just it's saying, like but I, I'm saying the defense, defense, when it comes down to yeah. it, and the K, and KC just feels incomplete to me, especially in a year where the teams that are among the very best, namely the Patriots, the Packers, um, I, I, Russell Wilson, what he's doing combined with, when Clowney and Ziggy get going, if they can both be healthy for a stretch there, that's the team that goes to the Super Bowl out of the NFC, I, I, I think. If they get to December and can be right defensively, yeah. I feel like, man, that's that team's going to be an impossible out because how many times in the 21st century alone have we seen the team that can heat up the other QB in January gets onto these well, and, runs And again, there. I think a lot of us, and, and I'm as guilty of it as anyone, are overlooking the Rams and trying as they try to figure out, and I think they are having to adjust, you know, because of Todd Gurley. I don't, they, I'm tired of them lying to me. Todd Gurley's not right. And I think He's they're talking trying, to you, Maurice. trying to figure it out. How do we operate in an era where Todd Gurley's not right and all of our action came off that stretch play yep. and and that zone run and and I think that's I think they'll I I think he's going to figure it out. And the fact that you have Aaron Donald in the middle of that line and Dante Fowler on the outside of that line and I'm not quite sure how I feel about Marcus Peters and Aqib Talib specifically with Eric oh, Weddle back there. Yuck. Yeah. You know, but when you have Aaron Donald in the middle of that line and with Fowler on the edge I'm not ready to write that team off. Well, I'm just, I'm they not, have, I'm they have a very favorable slate coming up, but they better beat the Niners yes. in Los Angeles because if they don't, if they're three back to that team, their division and, and hopes are yeah. probably in uh, on life support at best. And don't forget about the Seahawks. So now you're talking about... But don't forget the Niners have to play all those both of those teams four times. So I hear they've you. got I four listen. against... The one thing, I'll, I'll qualify my statement on the Rams with this. Football is very unforgiving when it comes to father time. It is not, it is not an NBA like, hey, uh, Kobe Bryant has to embrace his new role at age 36, and he's not playing 36 minutes, but he's playing 25, and what's he going to do in those? That's not football. Football is 
Peyton Manning throws for 6,000 yards the next season. Peyton Manning can't complete a 10-yard out. And that's just the way it goes. Yes. And I'm I'm not saying this is happening to Andrew Whitworth, but he's already got more holding penalties than he did all of last season. He does not look like the same guy. So when you have Nick Bosa in, in, in a week, it's Monday night, right? We're going to get a Monday nighter. I believe that's what it is. It's Rams, 49ers. It's one. Of, it's a primetime, I believe. I believe that's a prime timer. Well, it wouldn't be the Sunday night because, of course, we have uh, the, the three total win Chargers, Steelers right. so I, battle. You know what? You're right. So that's an afternoon game. So I'm anxious to see, okay, yeah. so is this fluky for Whitworth, these holding penalties, and, you know, a couple false starts in there, already totaled more than he had all of last year, or has one of the best left tackles in the game, who's a potential Hall of Famer, unfortunately kind of succumbed to what we see far too often. That's a precipitous fall. It's very easy to ride the favorites is the bottom line until they and you buy them and ha oh, uh, condescending laugh. The, uh, the Niners are going to get it handed to them this week. The Rams are going to show up. The real uh, division bully. Yeah, they're the division bully like any other is until they aren't anymore. Right. And Kyle Shanahan's their coach. And the way that the, that Niners team is playing, I will not be stunned if they come down. And he knows what Sean McVay does. He knows, he knows his tendencies. He knows what he wants to do. He knows how to take away what might be something that can be a, you know, a game wrecker for him. And, and I would also say just, just on that, um, in terms of what the Rams are doing, something that's not mentioned a lot because he was old and, like, I don't know how they grade offensive linemen. I'll never understand it. I lean on guys like Baldino Hare, and they don't like it at all. They're like, don't, you know, that, yeah, they that, say it doesn't work those, for O-line because right. you don't know what the calls are. What I do know is that Sullivan made all the calls and the protections. Sometimes it's the quarterback, like Phillip Rivers calls out his protections. The centers, a lot of times, and that, by the way, was Nick Hardwick, his former Pro Bowl center, that taught him, that kind of helped him along, or the two of them worked very closely with one another that led to Phillip Rivers being able to call out those protections. So the fact that Sullivan is no longer there, and it's a young guy, and now that's on Jared Goff, not going well. Mm -hmm. So that's also something to keep an eye on if you want to kind of lean the other way on the Rams. And it certainly and it feels like this work. game is on his shoulders against yes. that uh, nasty pass, pass rush. rush. All right, I suspect that that's going to be one of the games we pick. Let's get to it, the week six. Oh, and by the way, this week, a special edition. The gang behind the camera, I don't know if we can uh, if we can show everybody we got a, over there. We got a shot but everybody, they can't help themselves. It's the catchiest jingle going in football season. Oh, okay, season. we got a chorus. We're all going to sing the Red Challenge flag theme. Hit it! Red Challenge Flag Picks! Ow! All right. I think you guys didn't do... pretty well. Uh, you didn't hold... I mean, like, if the idea is, is that you're going to join, then join, I wanted to see you? him on camera, too. Can we get, can we get a go. shot Ready? of the... Uh, of Let's the, there try we go. it again. One, two, three, hit it again! Red Challenge Flag Picks! You're not going to get it out of C them. minus. You're not going to get it. C minus. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Um, but we're going to get into it. Before we do. I don't like these flags, by the, the way. The proper games. I know. They're not, they don't have I enough want weight. That, they that don't one hurt. that had the rubber golf ball in it that you could bounce off somebody's head back in the day. What we should do is, in honor of, uh, I guess, me denigrating Patrick Mahomes, right is right, we should put a blueberry muffin in there. Exactly So right. we throw it at each other like Patrick Mahomes right at once your threw belly. it at me. And it hurt me. I still I got a mark. I still hear that, by the way. I can still hear it. That terrible sound. It was one of the better uh, spitballing sessions the two of us have ever had ever had. When Mahomes just walks in, he's hanging out in the uh, in the Super Bowl green room. And where money we're said, sitting. I remember it was you who brought it up. Like, we're gonna kick ourselves if we don't do something with Patrick Mahomes while he's standing here. And right? then we started brainstorming, and right. we came up with which 
It's Look, breakfast stale pastries. pastries. Well, we had pastries that were disgusting looking, and, and you know the cheese was congealing, and the burritos and the uh, the bagels were hard. Hey, what what breakfast pastry hurts the most? Let's get a look at it. Well, uh, the critical decision uh, amidst all that was money said, "Here, let's start with the scone," <laughs> and I said, "We <laughs> can't start, start with, with the scone because that, <laughs> that could my, kill a man." <laughs> and after he was, put that blueberry yes. muffin <laughs> into I, my belly I button, I still hear it go. <clears throat> It was it it legitimately and, and out of out of Sheck I heard a. <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of the sound I made when Justin Tucker's kick was called good on Sunday. Um, before we and get- then by by the way on our way out uh, to do the show after we had done that Sheck leans into me and he says, I I feel humiliated saying this but I really think I'm hurt. Like, I, I really think that did something to me. Like I, I'm worried about maybe hurt my an upper GI. Injury. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he did throw it. As, he, he threw it. Mahomes did not hold back. To his credit. Yes. Um, all right. We pride ourselves here with the Red Challenge flag picks on picking the toughest games each week. As a result, so far in 2019, collectively, I'm not just going to wear this on my own. We're all doing poorly. You're not doing I'm well. I'm in last. I, I believe Eddie's, I am in last Eddie's place. Eddie is doing badly. And Matt Money, I mean, uh, and uh, Handsome Hank over there in London, England, as we speak, also doing poorly, the guy who tracks it for us, Andrew Raby, we appreciate it. The Shecky Award winner for his work in keeping track of the Red Challenge flag picks. But as I always say, I'm Neo. I'm down right now, the early part of the season, I'm downloading the information or uploading it. I don't know which, but at some point soon, then once I got all the info I need, to the stars. Okay. Before we dig in on the tough games to call, this is a tough one to call. It just doesn't seem terribly important right now based on where these teams are. Tell me what you think about the uh, Chargers um, Steelers. Devlin Hodges, third stringer, but your team is so wrecked with injury. Steelers defense is still good. You saw that in the game against the Ravens. Uh, and, you know, I mean, look, that what do you have to ask Hodges to do is the question. How much will he have to do? Can you, can you create a turnover or two for him? Well, by like the way, the let me interrupt did you. Last week. There's now word at the time of this recording that the Steelers may run Mason Rudolph out there. Which I've heard. It would it would seem odd if they did that um, based on what we saw. But look, everybody recovers from injury differently. There is zero chance they're going to run him out there if he has not cleared concussion protocol. So if he does go out, if that's in fact all all that he suffered, and it was an absolutely terrifying hit. Um, but if he's fine, then yeah, he'll go out there because it's it's not like it's an injury that has any gray area. You are in concussion protocol. You go through the steps. Uh, to determine whether or not you're still concussed. If you're not, go play. Should we? Do you want? I can't do it this week for the reasons that we've covered. I'm rooting for the visiting team, but this week. But after that game, if the Steelers should win it, I'm I'm available. I can come over and do some sage or whatever. I don't know what this Chargers team did to the football gods decades ago to deserve the this plague of injuries. It's really crazy. And it, they, they escaped it last year for the most part. They lost Hunter Henry at the yeah. start of the season. They it's didn't. Crazy, they knew they though, weren't going to have Joey Bosa, but by the end of the year, they were relative. Actually, no, they weren't. They were, Let's go quick on this because our pal okay, Handsome Hank is over there in London, England. Uh, so... In honor of him, let's pick the Panthers and Bucks. Let's go quick on this one. Panthers, Bucks, money, a choose. I'm going to go Bucks. I am too. Spaghetti, mm. you go in uh, Panthers or Bucks? I'm going Panthers. Okay. That's, that. I mean, that seems like the savvier pick To me, it's there. just too McCaffrey dependent. Yeah. Holy you know, God. and it just seems like, can that guy really carry that ball that many more times, pile up that many more yards, that many touchdowns in back-to-back -back weeks? It seems like a... 
a big ask. Um, so, and I would assume Todd Bowles is no dummy. Not that any defensive coordinator is a dummy, but you know, you load up to try to make, to try to stop him, and uh, you know, make Kyle Allen beat you. We talk about that all the time. That it that. And QBs, the Jags are no slouches on defense, by the way. Unknown QBs are like pitchers that just got caught up in the big leagues. Their first time around the league, they can dominate. But once people start to get tape on them, you think Kyle Allen can be taken away. Can't Christian McCaffrey can't? It's like to keep me doing this. He's, he's the MVP, and he is so far ahead of anybody else based on what he is doing. Uh, I mean, he. It is not often that you see a running back carry an offense like this. It was one thing when you had yeah, Todd Gurley huh. as the straw that stirred the drink, but there was still a lot of Robert Woods and Jared Goff in there as well. Uh, this is Christian McCaffrey. If he goes, you win. If he doesn't, you lose. I Well, I, I, yeah, I hear you on McCaffrey, but it would be between him and Russell Wilson. I guess everybody in the world has those two at one, two. But Russell Wilson, I mean, that kind of – that kind of – T-1000 kind of mentality that he has where you feel like objectively you're watching the game. Well, this one's over. Okay, the Rams are going to survive and the Rams are going to win this. Russell Wilson is one of those very few guys who you really get. It comes through the screen like, man, he just keeps on going. And they, more often than not, do get themselves back into games and win games. Four touchdowns on 23 attempts or something like that. It's ridiculous. People talk about that. That's what you want. But, I mean, Russell Wilson is actually that and few other guys in the league right now, if any, really kind of live up to, like, the game is that you always hear that rhetoric, but it really is never over. Somehow he just keeps on coming, like uh, the uh, T-1000, even if you freeze him with, I don't know what he got frozen with and broken into all those pieces in T-2, but. It's a 52-48 pick. I mean, to me, this this might be the toughest one on the board for us this week. I said we were going to go quick on that one, so we we didn't. didn't. So 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 bear with us here. We're going to pace it up now. Wait, now it's your turn. Uh, Eagles versus Vikings. I did want to say about the Bucks though cuz you said their defense is good. A guy who the who the casual fan hasn't caught up with just yet is Vita Vea. That kind of that, a guy like that, there are guys who get in the weight room and you can yeah. see those guys. They're just guys that are predisposed to like there would be you could lift weights. I, I bet you like Nick Bosa type is a guy who's like super jacked Quadzilla. Guy. Could never. I, I bet Vita Vea would just push him over and make quick work of him. They're Vita, just guys that are just bears of humans. I was on a Southwest Airlines flight to Indianapolis to the combine with Vita Vea uh, this past year uh, before he went out. Uh, not this past, but the year before. And again, and, and Nick Bosa is another one. For whatever reason, the quadriceps muscle. When you have the, and maybe it's because I'm the president of the Skinny Legs Club, but Vita's lower half is so massive you just can't imagine anybody being able to move him or when he engages those muscles to push you back you have no chance right you can get it's as like jacked as you want up top but it ain't gonna offset having that that, that big tuchus and that's if you're that's born with that thing exactly right you know and he is so freaking thick and strong with with you know it, it almost makes you wonder wow can you imagine if he was an offensive lineman with that anchor, then jpp is going to be back in a couple of weeks yeah. if they can hang in the bucks are not done for the nfc playoff picture which is crazy to say but it's I true think that okay. is crazy to say right, listen they because win. just think about it so you've got the cowboys the eagles okay the rams niners seahawks the vikings packers bears lions like do you think the bucks are going to be able wreck- to get one of those two and it'll and it's predicated on the saints you know, not winning the division, which I think the Saints are going to run away with the division and the Bucks are going to be fighting for a wild card. And it's just hard to envision them 
for me to envision them in that conversation with one of those two when you have all of those teams in the yeah. NFC West and and the Cowboys and the Packers, Bears, have, Lions, Vikings, and like that that's my that's where I struggle with it. Well, we're gonna the last game we'll do is Lions Packers, but the fact of the matter is right now it would appear that the NFC North has four good teams on it. They're going to beat each other. They're gonna knock each other down a little bit. That's what opens things up sure. for somebody else with an easier slate if the Falcons stay down. But then you still have Niners, Rams, Seahawks, Eagles, Cowboys. I have said it before and I'll say it again may upset people in the market from mm. which we speak. The Rams ain't going to the playoffs. All right, uh, the next boy. game. Oh, go, go, let's go. Let's do the next one. Here. Eagles These versus are... Vikings, Damashek choose. By the way, the Cowboys are not a lock. I said they're a super, my Super Bowl pick, but I don't know. The Eagles. I'm sorry, coming. they're not a what? You let it slip there. A lock? You let a little what? Pittsburgh there. Lock? Lock. Hey. They, they ain't no lock. <laughs> you let it slip there. You that think was a Drac, good one. You think Dak Prescott is uh, what, who you think he yeah, is? You think he's Roger? There. He ain't Roger Stallback. <laughs> he, dude, dude ain't even uh, Tony Romo. Came out. It came out. Let's let's move forward. Listen, just because the Steelers are in town, all right? Let it go. Dude, Roethlisberger is going <laughs> to... I don't know if he's going to be on the plane, though. Choose. Uh, I am going to take... It's a hard one to pick. This is really a tough game. It is. Because they haven't looked great-ish. They've only been in spurts. It's the Eagles. I'm going to take them up in Minnesota. Damn. You're taking them too? I am. I just can't trust Kirk Cousins against that front. Yeah. That's Spaghetti? What, exactly. That's exactly where it came down to for me. Uh, Eagles. I wasn't yeah. super impressed. I know the Vikings beat the Giants, but I wasn't super impressed with them. The Giants slot shots <laughs> at the end of the game. So. I love that. You know what? They might have beat my G-men, but I wasn't impressed. They won't be the healthy Eagles team who is light years better than the Giants. That's basically the point. I've seen them both, that and is, I'm going with the Giants. That is legitimately how I left the Steelers game. Was My, my chief thought beyond my, uh, my pain was I think I overrated the Ravens a little bit. I think and, defenses are and already catching up on Who that. else did you overrate? Who? Lamar Jackson. You came That's after me about. after I'm week sorry. one, and yeah, it's like, hey, guess You're what right. now? Last yep. two. Get I a look agree. at that. They And by the way, it's not just that. The defense is just meh. They almost lost to a backup's backup. Right. They should have lost that game. They should have. Uh, next game, Texans, Chiefs, two lobsters mm. with no drawn butter as far as I can see here. Choose. Chiefs. I'm going to stay with that. Yeah, I mean, I got to take the Chiefs at home. Spaghetti, you're not going to take the Texans, are no, you? No, Chiefs at home. My fantasy team. This is a good move, especially in uh, auction leagues. Little tip for everybody out there to, to remember next year when you're doing your auction league draft. And if you can thread the needle in a snake draft, too, if you can settle on, I feel like this offense is going to be a top four, top five unit. If you can get all the pieces to it in an auction league, you can. That's what I did with the Texans this year. Is that I have, right? I, 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 I mean, I am, New Hopkins hasn't done much beyond week one, but Deshaun Watson has been stealing some games for me there. Did you take and Will I, Fuller, too? Uh, I have Will Fuller as well. So we're so, Daniel yeah. Fells. All right, I didn't go that Jordan deep. Aikens. I do, have, I do have Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. <laughs> Just take their defense. Haven't paid that many dividends yet. But, yes, this one, the, both these defenses are not great. The Texans is a little bit better. Um, I think that uh, – but Deshaun Watson, the, the takeaway really in the last couple of weeks is they've been doing a much better job keeping them clean and no surprise with Laramie Tunsil and the high pick starting the – uh, turn around here. I think that the second half of the season could be good for the Texans. I think this one's a loss, though. Any case to make for why the Chiefs might stumble here two weeks in a row? An ankle, you know, That's but Tyreek Hill's supposed to be back and look out. 
That's all I would say. The te- look, the Texans are tough to figure out. You Terrible know? I mean, secondary. You, you, that's yeah, a bad matchup. No for question. 15. The secondary is not good. Um, pass rush is good. Uh, the the linebackers are solid. The offensive line, I think, is really coming around since they acquired Laramie Tunsil and, and put Sharpeen and, and Howard in there instead of the vets. Uh, the young guys, you know, they'll 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 have some bad snap series. But at the same time, I just think they're much more talented, and it's it's what I'd like but to see more teams soon, we'll be do. able to say he's not a rookie anymore. He's played too much. Exactly. Which right. it, which is which is technically inaccurate. So it always bothers me. No, he's still no, yeah. he still is though. But he is still a rookie. But all right, I get the spirit of it. <clears throat> Moving on then to what could be a really bad eyesore of a game uniform wise. I like the Saints uniforms, but at the Jags, that could be a real mess. Depends though. If the Jags wear their all blacks, yeah, and the Saints wear their all whites, okay, it could be an all timer. I'll tell you what was an atrocity to the eyes. Did you get a look at that Arizona uh, Cincy game on Sunday? I did. Orange and red, Whoa, Technicolor nightmare. Were Awful. The, were the uh, the cards were in their whites with the red shoulders, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. I'm just saying. How about I? I will say. You you did fix it. If I hope it's they're all listening. whites versus all blacks, I think you're going to come out of it going underrated who would have seen this coming saying this has a potential for uniform matchup of the year you're right i don't like to compliment the ravens but their purple pants choice has really modified those uniforms and made them much better all right let's do it then money it's the saints on the road with teddy Bree. we don't teddy uh, b we don't know how many more reps he's gonna get teddy breeze that's pretty good like if he throws for like four four hundred and two tugs how about a little Teddy Breeze instead Teddy of Teddy Breeze, B? Yeah, that's right. Well done. It just slipped like out there. All right. Um, at uh, at uh, the Jags, yeah. backup battle, really. Yes. Gardner Minshew. Saints. You're taking the Saints. Saints. I, I really could see the Jags. I really could see the Jags. But, you won't but I'm not going to do it. No. Eddie Spaghetti, you're going to go Jags here? I mean, if I really would love to take them for like an upset special, especially if Jalen Ramsey was playing to lock up Michael Thomas. But if he's not, I mean, he was not, even if he played not 100%, I. Yeah, it's I gotta defense. Go, I gotta go it's Saints defense, and yeah. it's it's probably the best defense in the league. And you're you're gonna tell me that that you know? I mean, look, I love who doesn't love Gardner Minshew and want to see him to continue have having success. But Nick Foles, it ain't yeah, it ain't gonna happen against that Saints defense. I just that that's my biggest stumbling block. I can't envision that team scoring more points than the Saints. I did, you know the what? The Panthers' loss was a big one for me for the Jags in, in suggesting they were they could get out with the uh, the AFC South. That one hurt. Um, that is a, a fascinating division. Moving on to a juicy game now. Every game that the Browns play because of all the hype right. and because of all the pregame stuff and all the commercials you see in between the plays while you're watching the game featuring Bake um, and Odell Beckham all over the place, global star, and yet it's amounted to not a whole lot yet, but it seems like they are holding it together a Here we little go. bit. But it's Freddie Kitchens, and that continues to be the problem. As I circled in March, this is that guy is going to be the one who's going to solve this curse. I don't know about that. Seahawks, Browns. Check, choose. I really want to take the Seahawks, the the uh, Browns, but I'm going to take the Seahawks. Oh, money! How could you? How could I? I'd like. You to- saw that offensive line. Well, there is strife and discord in Cleveland, and there is not a leader to guide them out of this darkness. Well, worse than that is, more imminently, they should they need to be concerned with, we have a terrible offensive line, and it just got exposed by Nick Bosa and that potent Niners off a defensive line. Hey, now we'll play Clowney and Ziggy. You know what's funny, though? Did you see, 
I don't know if you, we, we get these great research packets from our fine statistical folks here at NFL Network and NFL.com. The Seahawks have the lowest pressure rate, the fewest sacks. Like, it's not just, oh, they're I getting know. to the quarterback, but they're not getting sacks. They're not getting anything. So I know. I, because I don't, it just it seems odd. But uh, that is uh, unlike the Denver version of that, which was the which you saw come lot apart of hand this ringing. week with the three turnovers. Ziggy hasn't been out there. I think, def- you know, Clowney, for as much as it matters, is new. I don't think, uh, you know, heating up the passer requires a whole lot of time with an organization. But now that you put Ziggy in there, that's the way they wanted it to be constituted. And uh, I think that they're going to start wrecking. And if Russell keeps doing that, then that team might can't, be the best in the yeah, conference. Can't, can't in good conscience pick the Browns. What about but, Spaghetti? He took the Seahawks too? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Seahawks, taking oh, the Seahawks. I thought he, yeah. I, you know what? I really would have guessed. That's a fun side game. You know my Yanks swept the take. Twins, right? That's why I'm wearing a cap. Everybody else is still trying to figure it out, but not my boys, the Bronx Bombers. Well, I was going to say this, Marty. You'd love it. OBJ right now has got to be thinking, like, man, only if Daniel Jones is throwing me passes instead of making <laughs> me. If only. I could see him at home right now, half naked, shooting an Instagram photo, ready to post, saying, if only Daniel Jones was dropping me dimes. Percentage of that statement you just made, Spaghetti, that was a joke. Uh, it, it better be 100%. It's, no, it, yeah, it's it's a joke, but I... I it's so easy to root against the Browns and Baker Mayfield to see OBJ not, you know, lighting it up. It's uh, and I think the Seahawks are a really good team too. This will be one of those like the fans get behind the Browns, like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna turn this thing around. And the Seahawks will just find a way. To, like you always say, you go up you go up early and versus the well, versus the home crowd, and you lose the whole team, and that's the end of that. Boy, that Dick Sherman stuff though with the handshake is one of our most foolish controversies. That's why I wouldn't participate. I refused. Uh, Instead of all the dumb things, he made it up. What? What are you doing? It, <laughs> Just the, the people taking positions that they refused to come off of yeah. and just argued for. This like, is why Baker will never win. Yes, like, the, yeah, there's just, no uh, whatever. There's no and history then searching for videos. The amount of time. What was the amount of time? I, I would. You know what? What was the amount of time you spent researching that story on uh, social media? I well, I'll, if we're being I'll, honest, I'll concede I didn't do any of my own legwork, but I did watch the update videos. Like. Wait, look at this video. Right. Like it was a Zabruder film. But you didn't go out searching. No, like I you didn't, didn't type I didn't, in the I didn't search by Richard work. Sherman, Baker Mayfield handshake. I committed all of maybe. I was too busy pouring over the Browns and Ravens remaining schedules <laughs> to see if the Steelers could still win the division. I'll, I'll be honest and say I probably spent more than I would have liked because I found myself interested in whose timeline has more than one post on this. And I started doing that. Like our dear friend Will Brinson was all in. He's like, oh, what about this video? And he's atting Richard Sherman. Oh, looks like Baker Mayfield made a movie. It's like, we're really doing this, Will. I love you, but there's no way you're doing this. <laughs> I would bet Spaghetti spent some time on it. Spaghetti, how much time? Oh. Uh, not, not that, not at all. Oh, actually, no, why? I have an excuse. I was uh, traveling back from uh, MVP's wedding. Oh, so, uh, yes, yeah. we so you were watching the coverage of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't get to see any of the in real time. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. By the way, just as a quick side note, maybe we can spend some time on this next week. But, I mean, has there ever been a no a no winner uh, out of the three way triplets uh, dissolution in Pittsburgh? I mean, who is? <laughs> you have Roethlisberger with the Ow. bum arm. You have Antonio Brown out of the league and Le'Veon Bell toting it for two point nine behind a terrible the offensive line. Great point. Boy, oh boy! <laughs> that, and by the way, that, that hasn't worked out for anybody. I think, 
I know Philip Rivers is going to break, is going to pass Ben uh, in completions. I believe he has a shot to pass him in yards as well hmm. in this game against the Steelers without Ben there, and there'll be no looking back. I mean, those two are, are on a course, I think, to play the same amount of time in the league, and Rivers will end up ahead of him uh, in all of those categories. Well, Steelers fans don't need me to tell them this, but you root for the Browns to lose this week, the Steelers to win, and in that run division, it is yeah. still improbably Looks like you have possible. the best defense. So it uh, looks like the Steelers have the best defense of the yeah, bunch. Yeah, it so. does. But now they, they have a tough trip. If they can win this one, yeah. Pitts, I don't know what we're talking about. But if they All do right, win this one, uh, then you know they get the Dolphins about? to start a three-game homestand, and they could really get into this. Homestand. All right, here we go now. NFC West, Damashek's pick to win it in the preseason. The only human being on the face of the earth to make that pick, the San Francisco 49ers. To do what? To win the division? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, I just want to make sure you mention that you picked the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl, too. So what? That still could be. But in the meantime, the Niners are looking good. And they can <laughs> they really are. make me look good if they can uh, defeat the Rams. I do have one quick follow-up. In the Coliseum. Did you or did you not pick them to win the division the year before? The Niners? I did not. not. Okay, I'm just saying, because a lot of people did. A lot of people said the Niners were going to be the surprise team and win the division. No, Eddie, you know what? Eddie Spaghetti knows. I can tell you exactly who you picked. It was the Seahawks. You picked the Seahawks. You picked the Seahawks to win the division last year. This year you did pick the the 49ers. That's fine. And, no, what I what I said. It wasn't, a, what it I wasn't say an accusatory year. statement. It when was the a universe, question. when the universe jumps on a team to come out of nowhere and do something, that team is actually a year away. Don't look at it. Study it. Right? Oh, everybody's excited. You know who's going to be good in 2020? The Cleveland Browns. Not this year. Next, next year. year. Okay. This year, what, which was supposed to be last year, this is the year for the Niners. And so far, so good. Money, Niners, Rams. Choose. This one's tough. Oh, God. I'm going to take the Rams. I think that's the right pick, but I'm going to throw it just to support what I just said. I'd seem like a fraud if I didn't stay with it. I think the nine, listen, the Rams need this one. They understand that they need it. And I think for what it's worth, although I would love to see the numbers on the last decade because it was a big thing about a decade ago for for about about 40 years. All you heard about was, oh, you you can't win on the following Sunday if you play on Monday night. Like you're you're beating up. I remember that. Now that doesn't seem to be true, right? That I I. I don't know the numbers. We should get the research department on that to see if that's true. Meantime, the Rams, um, you know, have been resting for nine days. So they have plus rest time versus the short week for the Niners. Niners feeling awfully good after the big win on the big stage and a dominant performance. But I also think it's going to be tight. I think defense is getting tight game there. I I think less susceptible a defense is than like, man, we were unstoppable on offense. Every I threw four touchdown passes and everything I threw was like, even if it got tipped, it was still being caught. Defense is travel. As they say that run game should travel. And you know, Matt Breda broke it open early, but to me, the revelation was Tevin Coleman. He looked so slippery consistently getting about eight yards deep on that Browns uh, defense and getting sideways, getting skinny and everything. I think he's a guy who conceivably, I know Kyle Shanahan, that's probably not his his desire to do it that way, but I think Tevin Coleman looked like a different back than he did in Atlanta. He was good backing up Devonta Freeman, but I think, I think here he really um, looks like a guy who can, like I said, get 20, 25 touches a game, and you can kind of ride him as the key piece of your offense. Jimmy G 
is fine. He's got to take better care of the ball is my main concern for him. So, you know, a couple things for me. One uh, is great, and Nick Bosa looked great. And he's looked great all season. And he looked great coming out of college. And he looked like a guy who should have been the number one overall pick if you weren't going to take a quarterback, which is what he was, uh, the number two pick. That Browns offensive line is garbage. Um, that is not what the Rams have. The Rams still have Andrew Whitworth. I mentioned I'm a little concerned about the holding penalties. Um, the right side of the line is not good. So that's a legitimate concern, but it's not nearly as porous as the Browns. So it's not going to look like that. Um, second thing is I don't, I don't quite know what the 49ers offense is yet because as it pertains to the division, because they haven't seen this. They, they have not seen. I think you've got to take off. I think you got to take away Jimmy G and the circumstances that got him from Foxborough to here to play savior, and Kyle Shanahan wanted him, or did he want Kirk Cousins, but he likes Jimmy G. Let me Jimmy ask you G's this. a big winner. Forget all that, Jive. So just, let me... just make him a faceless, unhandsome guy. It's Kyle Shanahan's offense, right. and he's built it. So that he can, he, can, he can just attack you with his run game. If Greg Zerline makes that field goal, which percentages said he's going to make sure, nine right. times out of ten, are you still picking the 49ers? If they go up to Seattle, knock off Russell Wilson, who throws four touchdowns in 23 attempts, I think that's what it was, and come out with a victory. I've already conceded. Just, I took no, the I'm Niners on the road because right. I, I had to push back at you. Okay. There we go. I mean, I'm inclined to take the Niners. T- I'm, t- I'm tempted again, to take the Niners because golf has looked terrible in a muddy pocket. And he's been under pressure, and he makes bad throws, and he's super inaccurate when he's not on his spot, when he's forced to move off his spot. His throws outside leave, to me, something to be desired. Uh, I saw the middle of that field get exploited uh, repeatedly uh, over the last couple games. So, yeah, I got, I got serious concerns about the Rams. I don't, I don't think uh, Gerald Everett's going to look the way he did. I mean, the thing that... It is crazy how Sean McVay can get those guys as wide open as he does. Cooper Cup is just it doesn't appear. It's unreal. There's not another human being on the screen when he catches the ball sometimes. Um, but uh, I, I think that Niners defense is obviously. If a they lit- do lose, yes. look out. I'm with you. I think if they lose, you're going to see. Yes, that's right. You're there see- is a world of pressure on the Rams yeah. coming home this week to win this one because if they go again three, three in games a row down. And the Seahawks. And having lost three in a row, two in division. And you got Marcus Peters chirping a little bit. Just, he's not chirping publicly, but he's chirping enough to say, like, hey, man, I don't like getting burned on these plays when it ain't my responsibility and people are coming after me for being a gambler and losing too often. And I'm jumping routes and I'm just after intercept. Maybe we're out here playing zone and I'm trying to hand a guy off and there's someone back there that ain't as spry as he used to be. I think you can start seeing some of that coming into play because of those types they of personalities you have. still have the big egos. Have. The big uh, ego exactly thing right. usually does, uh, does combust. Exactly um, right. All right. Uh, listen, I'm going to take the Niners, and as long as the Rams wear the, the gold and blue, this is your uniform matchup of the week. That'll be hard to beat. But Lions at Packers is also a handsome uniform matchup. It's also an important game in the NFC North. Oh, Spaghetti, did wait, you make wait, your wait, pick wait. on the More so than powder blues versus all black? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Rams quickly. I, I'm looking forward to seeing how that 
looks. It should be handsome, yeah. the Chargers and the Steelers. Well, who'd you go uh, there, Spaghetti Rams? I'm going to go the Rams. Just, I'm not saying it's going to get to be a shootout, but I don't know if I would ever trust the 49ers offense in a shootout, whereas I would they trust the Rams. they got to score 35 points or something. Yeah, I just don't know if I, I – I know Kittle finally had a good game last week. I know Coleman looked good, but to me, still complimentary back. It's just like the receivers I don't love, but um, it is a nightmare for Goff with Bosa running at him all game, like Money was saying before. So it, it's, But I think if the Rams score, I don't think the 49ers have it in them to ever be like, we're going to go score for score with you. But that you know, the I, I don't want to get bogged down. But with the Niners, the the ways that uh, the, the the running backs that they now have there, um, and Marquise Goodwin was sort of like positioned to be the main guy, which is a terrible idea in 2018. But now, as those young guys that they drafted this year, I, those guys are going to be more yeah, relevant. Samuel's this, good. In the He's second good. half of the season, those guys are going to start to step up more. And then that team gets real dangerous when they can when when you can start anticipating two or four plays a game from those rookie pass catchers. Then that offense is going to get really scary. I'm with you though, in the here and now. I don't know that they can keep up if it turns into some uh, some form of a shootout. Before we wrap it up, Bartlett, uh, I forgot to ask you: Are you cool with uh, with the Chiefs here? Any concerns with the uh, Texans coming to town? No concerns with the Texans necessarily, but there are some concerns um, with the defense especially and some of these just injuries. This line we have now, um, that's just a shell of themselves. And But I do think one thing, there is still time for this defense to improve. I mean, they better go system, get somebody is what they better do. Yeah, and you, I mean, you're talking butter. Is that, that butter going to be Jalen Ramsey? We're going to tra- trade some uh, a steak knife and Tyreek Hill well, for some butter and... Oof. The guy they need is is Derek Wolf. If he's if he is in fact, but again, like we talked about last week with uh, with the pie in the sky dream of Von Miller, the Broncos just are not going to give a guy to the Chiefs. So. I mean, if they lose this week, and let's just say the the Chargers and Chiefs both win this week, and the Broncos lose, I could see them start. I mean, they're not going to trade anyone to the Chiefs for certain, but I think you'll start to see them unload pieces. If, I mean, that's the word. That, that is that they're ready guess. to uh, yeah. Emmanuel Sanders. He's exactly. Gonna, we know he's going to be in New England. Anyway, I don't want to start talking about that. Let's do it. Lions, Packers. That was burped. Excuse me. Choose. It's you. I'm going to take. I'm. This not drama. I'm going to take the Packers. So obviously, I. I took all the. I, I, I took all the obvious picks. Boo! Spaghetti. Boo pick the Lions. I mean, I don't no. have a reason. I don't have a reason to yet. I think is the. If the Packers can beat you without having to rely on Aaron, jo- uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers, sorry, and they rely on Aaron Jones, I think it's pretty scary for the rest of the NFC. So, well, I yeah. could see a letdown though. I could see a coming off, you know, playing at AT and T, getting all hyped up for that. Aaron Rodgers never lost down there, kind of thing. Uh, I could totally see a letdown. I, I'm with you, except that. And they beat so, him twice last year. Don't forget. That's what I was just gonna say. If you buy the human. It was a fascinating conversation. I encourage you, Nate Demand, go back and listen to the podcast that we did earlier in this week with uh, David Carr coming off of the Raiders winning and getting to three and two, which is uh, among the storylines in the NFL right now. I don't know why one of the biggest brands in pro football is not being buzzed about more at three and two, more probably because they're going to very likely lose their next two games and go to <clears throat> three and four. But nevertheless, the way we thought it was going to go down after AB left, who would have thought three and two was possible? But the human element is a factor. David Carr told us that John Gruden about as important as winning the game was making sure that they didn't lose it to Khalil Mack. Those human things do matter to pro football teams. 
And the story that the Lions have won three of four and they beat them twice last year, that should matter to the Packers. And I think they step up and I mean, say. Matt Patricia said as much. Right. He's like, I'm terrified having swept them last year. I don't look at it as a positive. Right. It is, it is not good for us that that happened. Then again, the other side of that coin is. Maybe you that, know something. Right. As they always say, the, the, the empty, one of the most empty things that you hear in football or in, in uh, NCAA basketball is like, hey, it's hard to beat the same team three times. You beat them twice in conference. Now you got to play them in the conference championship or you got to play them in the postseason in the NFL or whatever. Like, yeah, you know what's even harder than that? Losing twice and for some reason thinking like, oh, yeah, we'll get them this time. Right. Yeah, they, they now got them right where we want them. Yeah, once can be a fluke. Twice, now we're trending in yeah. a certain direction, aren't we? All right, we're trending always in uh, in the up. I got to get out of the position hole. here because That's Matt Money Smith. Get. I think I'm like six and nine or something, or nine and twelve on this. Season oh, I thought you were saying picks. I got to get out of here because I got to go oh, watch no. Dodger Blue ah, today. Going to Dodger Stadium. That's going to be great. All right, you going to make one last pick there? Uh, yeah, I'll go Dodgers. I got hey, it. you play 162 for a reason. Get home field in Game Five, right? That's if they, they lose, if they lose. They are officially the 21st century Atlanta Braves. I had a better comparison, actually. If just this one single season, our friend Softy up at KJR in Seattle said, they're the Mariners. They're the 100 and whatever they were win Mariners that lost to the, the Yankees. When greatest regular season, this team looks like a juggernaut, best season in team history, bang, out in the first round. First round. Right. That wouldn't hey, be fun. That's why. That's why the NBA has to go back to the five-game series in the first round because it it levels the playing field. If yeah. This is a seven-game series. The Dodgers have this easy, but it's the fact that it's a five make changes everything. If you lose, though, Dodgers fans, then you can really focus in on taking one sixteen for the Mariners, and then you'll be exhausted by nighttime, and that's when the Steelers take the field with Devlin Hodges oh, and or Mason boy. Rudolph. Go get them. I can't wait to Philly see your Rivers. Son. Huh? I'm going to shower your son with so much Chargers gear. <laughs> Talk to you next week. In the meantime, check it out on YouTube. Like it, favorite it, I whatever like you're supposed Chargers, to do. Make the Dad. comments. Your All Steelers right. are go stupid. Watch, go watch them at your friend's house because you're not welcome in my home on Sundays anymore. Why do I want a river when I could have an ocean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Me either. Uh, oh, I, I got it. Now I'm up to speed now. I'm up to speed. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks so much. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 